Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to What the Hall. I'm Cassie, and you're listening to Let's Talk Movies. So I'm alone today, no Maria, so it's probably not going to be quite as fun. But I thought, you know, we're going to give it a try. This is not my first take at this, just so you know. I have started over multiple times. Let's hope this one goes better. Um, so basically, Marie and I decided, um, I don't know, I'm hoping you listened to uh, the episode a couple weeks back, I'm thinking it was, and um, where we talked about how we were going to go and do some extra episodes. Each of us were going to have our own little thing, and Maria, a couple weeks ago, did Tea Time with Maria, and it was a lot of fun listening to her talk about the Aurora Tea Garden movies. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, um, for mine, I'm planning on talking about different movies that I would recommend, especially if you are a big Hallmark movie lover like I am. Um, I'm going to be honest, they're not always going to be great movies or like the greatest. I might not have super high reviews, but um, I think people really would enjoy them if they enjoy um, Hallmark movies. So I have three movies for today. I'm sorry, I'm still a little sick. So if I sound a little funny or start coughing, I'm very sorry. But today I decided that I'm going to go with three movies that are very similar to Hallmark movies. And it's not always going to be that way. Sometimes I'm going to do maybe um, ones that are a little more spicy. I don't know how to explain it Um, and whatnot, but maybe a little more romance, passion, stuff like that, maybe movies that are a little more action in them, maybe around Halloween I'll do some horror movies, who knows, but um, yeah, so for the most part, I'm going to usually have like categories or something, and this week is just basically straightforward ones that are very similar to Hallmark movies. I also wanted to mention about my ratings. I have three different ratings for these movies. There's going to be the Hallmark rating, which is basically um, how similar it is to a Hallmark movie. And they're going to be one through five. And Maria suggested I do crowns. So it'll be that. (laughs) It will be that way. That's how I'll say it. So if you get a little confused, that's why. Um, and then, um, so basically one would be not like a Hallmark movie at all. And five would be basically the same thing. Could be on a Hallmark, on the Hallmark channel type of thing. My next rating will be like a spicy rating, um, to talk about whether or not it's, you know, in a Hallmark movie, it's like hand-holding, hugging, and a kiss at the end. That's about as good as it gets. Uh, So spicy would be like one would be same as a Hallmark movie, 
Uh, and as it goes up to five would be, you know, maybe a love scene, uh, nudity type stuff. But I will be sure to always include that. Just because Hallmark movies, I mean, you can leave the Hallmark channel on all day long and never have to worry about if your children walk in or anything, you know, being like something inappropriate that they should not see. So that's why I'm including this rating. And then I'm going to have an overall rating for how I like it. So I'm going to start with the movie A Place in the Heart. Um, When I was looking it up online just to get like the details for it, it also has another title and it goes by Love Again. Um, It was made in 2014. It's an hour and 40 minutes. Um, I'm going to really try to stop saying, um, I'm very sorry. (laughs) So I took notes on all of these, so they might be a little, they might sound like I've prepared it because I have. I hope that's, that's all right. Anyways, it starts with Nathan. He's going home from college to visit his girlfriend. Now, while he's there, he discovers that her and his best friend are together and have been keeping this secret from him. But the thing is, is that pretty much everyone else in the town, because it's a small town, knows about it, and nobody told him also. So he's very um, hurt and offended and leaves, and it cuts to, like, seven years later, he's um, he's working, uh, with his dad and living on a boat. His dad owns like a fish market store or something like that. And he never ended up going back to school. He kind of gave up on that. Um, and he's basically given up on pretty much everything. Um, he's kind of just hiding out, you know? So his dad decides to sell the store and the boat and he tells Nathan that he needs to figure out his life basically and get stuff get stuff worked out you know so Nathan decides to go back home and confront his past he goes to his grandma's and finds that his ex-best friend's sister her name is Miranda is living with his grandma Apparently his grandma had some health issues or whatever, and so Miranda decided to move in and help her, help her out and whatnot. Um, Things are not easy for Nathan, and he just cannot seem to get over his anger. Like, honestly, it gets annoying in the movie. (laughs) He just, every time he sees his ex-best friend and his ex-girlfriend, like, he just, he's so angry, everything just reminds him of it and um, he just really struggles with that a lot. But him and Miranda start spending a lot of time together and she gets him a job as the school's basketball coach. And they, she's like, she's assistant coach or something, but um, she's, they get very close. They work together. They get very close. Um. What am I writing here? Crazy stuff. So when they were younger, she had a crush on him. He did not know about this. And you can see that it's 
definitely still there. And she likes him a lot. And to be honest, he starts to like her. But he's so blinded by his anger and his pain that he's just not allowing himself to go there. And this this is a really big theme throughout the whole movie. This, um, <clears throat> this anger and this pain and and being um, not letting it taking over his life, you know. And so he's just he's just not forgiving and moving forward. And so that's a really big theme throughout the movie. Um, so that's kind of my whole description of the movie. Um, my final thoughts on it. Uh, I really like it. And I really like the message of it. Nathan, like I said, he gets irritating at times. And, you know, you feel for him, for sure. But at some point, it's like you need to get over. You need to get over. You need to forgive. You need to move forward with life because he's missing out on so much. And I will say that something in this movie, something happens in this movie, and I did not see it coming. Truly did not see it coming. And it was emotional, but I, I enjoyed it. Like, it was a good, it was a good, like, twist in the movie. Kind of really makes you think about things and puts things in perspective. Um, it is a faith-based film. And they talk about God and stuff like that. Um, so my Hallmark rating, <clears throat> I give it five crowns. It's very, very similar to Hallmark movies, truly. Um, I think the only thing that would be a reason that it wouldn't be on a Hallmark channel is because his anger and his pain um, are so present throughout the whole film. That that's, you know, Hallmark is more about happiness and joy. And yes, you'll see stuff like pain and stuff like that in the movies, but it doesn't, you know, it's not the whole focus of the movie. So that's where it's different than a Hallmark movie, but they are very similar. Spicy rating, I give it a one. There's, I don't think there was any swearing, not that I picked up on. There was a kiss, some hand-holding, hugging. You know, that's about it. Very homework similarity. My overall rating, I give it a 3.5. I feel like I'm a little hard on these movies um, because I truly love them. I love to watch movies like this. I love finding these kind of movies and being, like, really surprised by how good they are. And this one I found to be really surprising. Like, um, I'll watch you know, a bunch of trailers to movies and I'll see one where, well, you know, it doesn't really look that great, but I'm going to watch it anyways. And it turns out to be really good. I'm not saying this one was that, but I just love being surprised by these like random movies that I find. And this one was very, very good, but I did, I mean, I gave it a 3.5, but that don't let that sway you. It is a really good movie. Um, I have watched it more than once. I will watch it again. It's a very, it's a feel-good movie, and it has a really great message about forgiveness. All right. My next movie is called Love in Harmony Valley. This is a newer one. came out in 2020. 
about an hour and a half. Um, any Heartland fans out there are going to enjoy watching this. Amber Marshall is in it. Um, I love her. And I thought she did a really great job in this movie. So it starts with Emma. She's on her way home to visit her best friend, Tracy, who is in the hospital. There's a lot of, like, mystery in the beginning. Like, they, they really drag it out, to be honest, which is not a bad thing. I like it. But you just don't know what's going on. You don't really understand why she's in the hospital, why Emma is going back to visit her for the first time, like, they mention that, and you're just like, why is this the first time, you know, it's your best friend type of situation, so they really drag out this kind of mystery about why, and it's, it's very good, it makes it very interesting. Um, I'm gonna say this, this might be a slight spoiler, but, um, Tracy and Emma were in a bad car accident, and while Emma seems to be fine, um, and Tracy is severely injured. She cannot walk. And I, if I remember correctly, it's like three months later. And so this is the first time Emma's going to visit Tracy. So uh, Tracy's brother has been with Tracy taking care of her and everything. And because Emma left after the accident, um, he's very offended by her, basically. And he does not allow her to see Tracy. Um, Her brother's name is Will. And he basically blames Emma for what happened. He believes that she somehow got distracted while they were driving. And that's how the car accident happened. But it's, it's not true. But he's just got a lot of hurt in him. And he doesn't, just doesn't want her around, basically. Um, so Emma manages, manages to see Tracy and they talk and they forgive each, you know, I don't really know if there's a lot to forgive, but they do and things are good and it ends up, you know, Will just has to accept it basically. So then he's been in town for this whole time that Tracy's been in the hospital and he has started this project for the community. And it ends up, Emma ends up helping him plan it. And she wants to stay in town for a while to be with her friend. So they're working together. And they get reminded of how much, you know, he cared for her while they were growing up. And eventually he learns and understands why she had to leave after the accident. Because there is a reason. And it is understandable and you know, you'll learn it if you watch it. So that's my take on the movie. I'm really trying not to just give out tons and tons of information on the movie. So they're kind of short little descriptions. Hopefully I'm not overdoing it because I'm, this is more a recommendation and not a review. But This movie started off really good for me. I really liked the whole storyline about the accident and her having to like sneak in the hospital to see her best friend and and then Will being all like off put by her type of thing. I really liked that storyline. I really liked that, you know, mystery element where you're just like, why 
why hasn't she visited her? Visited her? Why is everyone so angry? Why do they not, you know, what is going on that, you know, like her grandma says, you know, if they knew they would understand well, what, what is it that they need to know to understand? You know, why don't they know this? And it's, gosh, it's a good half hour, hour into the movie before you learn it really. Um, but after that, you know, part of the movie, to be honest, it wasn't the greatest for me. Personally, it just wasn't my favorite. Like I said, I really liked the beginning, um, and then it just kind of went downhill for me. Sorry, I'm talking so much, I can't breathe. <laughs> okay, so while I love Amber Marshall, there just wasn't a lot of chemistry between her and the male lead. Um, I do think that a lot of other people will really enjoy this movie if they give it a shot. But for me personally, the story, like I said, the storyline after the whole accident and seeing her friends just kind of the whole like community project and trying to work together. I just didn't care for that. I don't, it just didn't seem to work. I just didn't care for that. And that's kind of where for me, it went down. My Hallmark rating is five crowns. Definitely has Hallmark vibes. Maybe a little sadder of a storyline, which is why, you know, you wouldn't see it on a Hallmark channel. Um, but very, very similar. Spicy is on one. There's no spice. Um, same things you'd see in a Hallmark movie. And my overall, I give it a 2.5. Like I said, I, I did like the beginning a lot. It just wasn't my favorite. Um, I do think a lot of people will really, really like this one, truly. Uh, and I wish, I just wish there was more chemistry. I feel like I would have enjoyed it a lot more had there been more chemistry. Because if you watch, listen to our episodes, you know me and my chemistry. It's like, it's, it's, what, I, it's what I look for. <laughs> um, all right, and so my last movie... It's called Love on Repeat. Came out in 2019. It's about an hour and 20 minutes. And I'm not going to lie. I watched this one solely for the cast. Uh, if, you, <clears throat> if you're a Hallmark fan like me, you love Jen Lilly, Jonathan Bennett, then yeah, you, you, you get it. You get it. But yeah, they also have Andrew Lawrence in it. Oh my gosh, if you grew up in the 90s, you know what I mean. I love the Lawrence brothers so much. I just, I love them all, and I think they're all so great. And you just don't see them that much anymore. So I was so excited for this one. So it's kind of got like a Groundhog Day storyline where, you know, the day just keeps repeating. And it starts off with Amber. She's having a terrible day. Literally everything that could go wrong does. After realizing it, wait, after realizing her terrible day is repeating, she figures it has something to do with her getting back or her getting everything right and then her getting back together with her ex-boyfriend, who is Jonathan Bennett. And so she works like really hard at doing everything, getting everything right. And so every time something had gone wrong, the first day she knows to make it you know, like when it happens and how to avoid it. 
But it just seems like every time she avoids one mistake, something else happens in its place that is equally bad. So if it's not, most of the time, it's just not a good day. Like every day something different happens that's bad. And she starts over and tries to fix that. Um, So she um, takes this opportunity to get ahead at work and outshine her coworker she's basically been a rival with since high school. Um, or maybe it was college. I, mean, I don't remember. Along the way, she entrusts her co-worker and friend Charlie with this little detail of the day repeating. And every day, he tries to help her. And, yeah, you know, I think she see, starts to see that Charlie is really... He's something, and he's Andrew Lawrence, and you know, I just, I just love him so much. <laughs> uh, but that's my little take on the movie. <laughs> Moving on, sorry. Uh, it was pretty good. The beginning is funny. Her like the first bad day that she has, where everything goes wrong, I just laugh because I'm, I'm just like that's me some days. Like she wakes up late. I'm, her alarm, like, didn't even go off or whatever, and she wakes up to a phone call from a co-worker, like, are you coming to work, basically? And then, um, she has, like, no toothpaste. She puts on two different shoes. She, um, puts a t- Pop-Tart in the toaster, and it comes out burnt, and, like, yeah, I get it. I've had days like that. I'm sure we, most, most of us have all had days like that. So I, I enjoyed that. It was very relatable. As it went on, it started to just get a little slow. Um, and it just kind of, I don't know, it just dragged on. And I was kind of waiting for it to be over, to be honest. Yeah, sorry. Um, Jonathan Bennett's character is pretty funny. Really wasn't the brightest person. No, not, not the brightest at all. I did enjoy that, though. And, you know, I'm just going to put it out there one last time. Andrew Lawrence is in this movie. If you're like a 90s Disney Channel kid, you just, oh man, it's great. Uh, my Hallmark rating, I give it five crowns. Very similar to Hallmark. Um, the mood of this movie isn't quite as jolly, but I will say it's not quite as sad as the other two movies that, I, that I've mentioned in this episode. Um... Very, very similar. Spicy, one. No spice. Kiss and a hug, possibly. I don't... Honestly, I can't even remember. Overall rating, I give it a 2.5. It really wasn't my favorite. Like I said, it started off really good. um, And then it started to lag a bit. I would maybe watch it again, to be honest. I'd probably... I don't know if any of you are like me, but if I've seen a movie before, I'll skip through parts that I don't overly enjoy the next time I watch it. So I would maybe do that to this one, but yeah. I do think people will really enjoy it. I definitely think some Hallmark fans out there will love it. Um, So yeah, that is my episode. Might be a little longer than I thought, but probably a little short and sweet episode. I hope you enjoyed. Um... I just really want to put out there some, you know, good movies that I just enjoy watching because I watch 
tons of movies late at night usually um and i just find the most random things to watch there's no reason for it i'm just searching through and i find something really random and and you know what then that's how you find some really good really good movies that you just didn't expect and so yeah i hope you enjoyed this um and i hope you stick with me and i'll you know see you next time bye